Yesterday, we reminded ourselves that a true witness makes Jesus the focus of his or her testimony. I love that. And for me, that's a refreshing and freeing reminder that we aren't to focus on ourselves in giving our testimonies, taking praise that only belongs to God for the things in our life that He's made us and that He has done, but we're to minimize ourselves in order to maximize the focus on Jesus Christ. Today and through the rest of the week, I want you to begin to work on your testimony using the example of John the Baptist from the passage we're looking at this week in John chapter 1 verses 19 through 34 and and remembering that a true witness gives testimony to who Jesus is and what Jesus does. Today I want us to focus in on remembering what we talked about this past Sunday in that a critical part of your testimony and my testimony must involve the authority of Jesus as Lord in our lives. You know, the word Lord is one of those church words. It's not a word that we use in everyday language uh, today. And it's a word, though, that, that has an important meaning that we need to understand and, and we need to fully embrace in understanding the authority of Jesus and the identity of Jesus, that He is Lord. Lord literally means master. He's the one who owns us. We belong to him. He's the one who is over us in position and authority. He's the one who directs us and commands us and we must obey. He is the king. He is God. He is Lord. And a critical aspect of our testimonies like John the Baptist, is recognizing that Jesus is Lord. Remember, John pointed to this in quoting from the prophet Isaiah in chapter 40, as he pointed to his purpose in verse 23 of chapter 1 in the Gospel of John, where in this verse he says, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. John recognized that his work was to prepare the way for the Lord, the King, the Master. And he recognized that the Lord was not just an earthly Lord, but was God Himself in His recognition of who Jesus was in verse 30, where he said in these incredible words, after me comes a man who ranks before me because he was before me. We've talked about already a couple of times in walking through chapter 1 that, that these are incredible words because Jesus physically, as far as coming into the world, being born and taking on flesh, came after John. He was younger than his cousin, John the Baptist, at least six months younger than John. But yet here, John says, he ranks before me because of this, because he came before me. It's an incredible revelation, incredible declaration that Jesus Christ is the eternal one, the eternal Son of God. That Jesus Christ wasn't created when he was born, but he has existed in eternity. And when he took on flesh, 
in this incredible way. Even after John was born, John recognized that he is the one who came before him because Jesus Christ is Lord. He's the Lord. In your testimony today, I want you to think about that reality that Jesus is Lord. His authority in your life and and over your life because of who He is, the eternal God, our Lord. And I want you to work on your testimony and how you would communicate, how you would share that with others as a part of who Jesus is and as part of how you came by faith to accept Jesus as Lord in your life. Will you do that? Work on that. And then pray for this. Pray for an opportunity to share that with someone even today.